Good morning. This is Joe with the Modern Heathen Man. I want to welcome you today to my show. And I want to talk today a little bit about meditation, um, centering, calming, and just getting in the frame of mind to actually begin to meditate and begin to concentrate on the gods and the ancestors and um, those things we need to concentrate on as heathens. Let me paint a picture for you rather quickly here. So in the town that I live in, we have a really beautiful lake and uh, it has a nice little parking area by what they call a handicap pier um, for handicapped people to fish from. It's not used very often, but um, it has some nice shade, has a beautiful, beautiful view of the water. Um, the tree lines right to my right, um, tree line to my left. Um, grassy field in front of me, right up to the edge of the water, and behind me is more woods, more tree lines, and more nature. I come here often to center myself because it's a really good spot to um, get in touch with the earth, get in touch with nature, and really, moreover, get in touch with myself um, to find out what I'm going through, what I'm thinking. It allows me to sit in the quietness and just be myself. I can hear some birds in the background chirping. I can hear some crows cawing. And I just am able to really enjoy the world as the ancestors would have enjoyed the world in the quiet of the world without motors, without um, the hum of electronics or anything like that going on. This is the spot that I enjoy. Um, it's about 6.30 a.m., I'm facing west, and the sun is beginning to crest right behind me, casting beautiful glittery shimmers on the water as they wave by. This is the time where I most am in connection with the earth, and I most am in connection with the cosmos and those things around me. For some reason, this time of the day is the time of day where the new everything is a potential for what's going to happen the rest of the day. And this is when I like to grab my meditation. This is when I like to dwell on the things that I need to dwell on. So with that said, grab yourself a cup, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself a blanket, sit down and relax, go outside, sit in your yard, and join me as we talk about meditation and focusing on the gods and the ancestors today on the modern heathen man. Hey guys, Joe here from the modern heathen man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and um, gods and everything in them, little sayings and such. Wonderful work that this man does. Carves everything by hand. 
He has a couple things going on here. He has little pocket altars that I'm talking about for $25. He has small D poles of five to six inches for $40, seven to eight inches for $45, nine to 10 for 50, and 11 to 12 for 60. He has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day. Your choices right now are Odin, Thor, Tyr, Loki, Freyr, Balder, Bragi, Hemdall, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Scotty, Sif, Air, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Yord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So he can meet anybody's needs. Tell him what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com. He also has a Facebook page, and I know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch him carve those things. Anyway, give him a good uh, look-see there and see if he has something that you can use. I guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you. So anyway, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Welcome back, guys. So let's first talk about meditation in general. I mean, there's a lot of concepts of what meditation is. Let me go over what I believe meditation is. For me, meditation is simply shutting out the world that's around me, shutting out the sound of cars, the hum of electronics, the normal things that would usually take up my my space or things that I would normally do, like listening to the radio or watching TV or perusing the internet, taking those things away, devoiding myself of them, finding a place where quiet and calm and just an overall peace is so that I can sit in my silence and focus on me and the things I want to focus on. When I do that, I find myself drifting to places in my mind, thinking of things, and really focusing on the things that are important for me for the beginning of that day. Now, my meditation only takes a few minutes. It's not something that takes hours and hours and hours for me to do. Some people it does. I understand that. Other people it doesn't. I understand that as well. What I'm saying, though, is in order for us to meditate on the ancestors and the gods, it doesn't have to take very long. It takes a small portion of our day, and we could go throughout the rest of the day. And I really feel like meditating in the morning helps me throughout my day to be a calmer person, to be more in tune with what's going on, to see things a little better, to deal with things a little bit better, and even to deal with other people a lot better. So as I sit here and I, I look at the woods and I look at the trees and I look at the shapes that they make, I focus on the water and how it moves or seemingly moves with the waves, almost looks like it's going different places and there's parts of it that say still and parts of it that move. And I find myself drifting off to places in my mind where, you know, I focus on a specific God, like say I might... I don't know, I might be focusing on Thor, you know, seeing his hammer and seeing his gauntlets that he's wearing, looking at his belt and observing just the essence of him 
and how that pertains to my day and how that, you know, can lead us on. Or I find myself thinking of a specific ancestor for that day, a person who may be impacting my life today or gives me some wisdom for my life today. Or if I'm focusing on like one of my kindred members that may be going through something right now, I just had a few kindred members that have gone through, um, the hurricane and I'm focusing on them today and focusing on sending them some good feelings and positive energy and almost talking with the gods about them talking with my ancestors about them and maybe they can talk to their ancestors to bring them some, you know, ideas or comfort or peace in the turmoil that's going on right now in Florida. <clears throat> so with that said, I sit here and I enjoy this. And when the sun comes up, I get to watch, you know, Sunni bring that across and I get to you know, dwell on the chariot that rides that sun across the sky, the early morning dew that is the saliva and sweat of the horse that drives that sun, um, and just really dwell on the ancestors' stories and the things that they told us. And it really brings about a great day, and it really brings about an air and a thoughtfulness of the past times Oh, I hear a truck. The future times. And just in general, where I am now. And with that said, we're, we're able to then go forward from there and know what our day holds for us assuredly because we know that nothing's going to happen that we cannot handle. So as we meditate, you know, I want us to focus on those things and bring something to meditation with you that you need to really focus on. Lately, I've been focusing on my podcast, what to say to you guys, uh, or gals, or just generally the people that listen to my podcast, and how to really portray modern heathenry in a sense that we can do things. One of the things that has been um, reoccurring in my meditations is that I do a podcast on how we treat each other. Um, friendships in heathenry, acquaintances in heathenry, um, and all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's really important how we treat each other. <clears throat> but most often it's because I'm being told that we don't treat each other very well. I mean, we look at the, you know, the Jews, we look at the Muslims, we look at the Christians, and they welcome each other in with open arms once they become a member of that path or of that faith or of that, you know, whatever you want to call it. Heathens, on the other hand, tend to shun away those that are in heathenry. And not I don't think we do it on purpose. I just think it happens because... We want people to know things, and for some reason, heathens and modern heathens, for some reason, believe that their way is the only way no matter what, okay? And I'm not going to say this and try and sound mean, please, uh, that's not what I'm doing. We look at people and we judge them 
based on where we feel that they fit within our idea of our pantheon. And with all that said, that's a lot of me. Me, 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 me. And not the way it's supposed to be. You know, the gods welcome everyone in. And if that was the case, you know, if you're not Aesir or Vanir, why would they even want to deal with you, period? So we have to look at that as a concept. I know when I was first in heathenry and I'd ask some questions, I was really lucky because I had some people that were really nice heathens. But then I've also met people that are really, I don't want to say bad heathens, but really not nice. You know, I asked a simple question like, you know, what, what is Yord? And man, you know, it's, it's like this onslaught of beating me down with a verbal whip in the sense that I don't know what Njord is, and I don't know this, and I didn't pronounce it right, and it's actually pronounced this way, and this is what it is, and you should be worshiping this, or you should be worshiping that, or something as small as, oh, you know, well, do you have a patron god? Well, you know, you're not supposed to have patron gods, or the vice versa. You're supposed to have a patron god, you need one, and this, that, and the other thing. And it's not necessarily always true what they believe, but they push that on to each and every one of us, and we begin to get a view of heathenry that is either not good, incorrect, disdainful, or even just outright wrong. So in my meditation, it's been telling me that I need to really focus on how we treat each other. I have a friend who is always talking about the word brother. You know, that heathens throw around the word brother, and it's really an unfamiliar family that you're throwing this word brother at. And I mean, I get that. I, You know, it's kind of like the old I love you that I hear from people. There used to be a radio show in um, Utah that I was there, and they would always be like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And even when you called them, like, hey, we love you. And what that did was that cheapened the idea of the I love you. Because they're so used to saying it, it becomes almost habitual and no longer has a meaning. And it's like the same thing when we call each other brother, you know, or call each other sister. Now, I belong to a kindred, and I call a lot of those people brother and a lot of those people sister. But if you just join the kindred and we don't really know you, I don't expect to be able to call you brother. Or if you're someone close to me online and we deal with each other quite a bit, I may call you brother, you know, but not in the sense that you're my family brother. There's a difference. You know, brother in arms and brother in family are two different things. So, you know, I understand his point where he's coming to, and, I mean, but we don't want to scorn someone for using the word brother or calling us brothers. Hey, that's not the way it is. We don't do that. What I would say to them is, I don't use that term brother lightly. I use that term brother as endearment or very specifically to those that I especially adhere to as brother. If we're going to use that term, we have to understand what that term means and what it implies. Because my brother, I would literally give the last scrap of foods on my plate and starve while he survived. 
because I love him that much. But in the same token, he would do the same to me. So we would actually share that meal and die together. That's what brotherhood means to me. And in doing that, I, I bring about an air of understanding and an air of knowledge of what the word brother actually means. But in the same token, I reiterate how important it is without demeaning that person at all. When I come back, I'm going to talk more about this. So just give me a few moments. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. And we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse, and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night, and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbubble stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They're incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash midgardmusings and youtube.com slash midgardmusings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S will find you that Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. How heathenry connects us. We have to truly understand how we are jointly associated with each other in heathenry and how we as people or heathens or asatru or pagans, whatever you want to call us, how we have to or should deal with one another. It's a really simple concept of how we should deal with one another. I mean, obviously, it's a basic idea that we treat each other properly, we treat each other with respect, we treat each other with dignity and all that other stuff, and we can do all that. But moreover, I think we need to treat each other with an understanding that none of us are truly that fluent in what we do. There are those that know more than others, and I will give them kudos. Um, but let's be honest, none of us are um, Dr. Jackson, no matter how hard we try. So, I mean, his understanding of what we do is so immense, but it also required how much learning and how much training and how much time and everything else. 
So we have to look at ourselves as people that are continually learning, continually striving to do better. One of the ways we do that, again, is through meditation and through us focusing on those things that are important. A lot of times in my meditation, I will bring along a have mall, I'll bring along some other writings or some other things that are wisdom or some eddas, and I'll read from them at first to get an idea of a story and then focus on just that story just to get me in that mind frame of the meditation. Um, you know, Dr. Crawford, he, he has been studying Norse mythology and is actually a doctor in it. Obviously, that's why he's Dr. Jackson Crawford, because his study is so immense. I mean, he really immerses himself into the study of, you know, the Norse idea of life. And with that said, we, we have to almost do the same thing. Now, we don't have the benefit of a school, a library, and everything else, but we have all the same outlets that he has, basically, in the sense that nothing he looks through or sees is anything that we can. I mean, with the advent of the Internet today, modern heathenry is so incredibly easy in the sense that finding information is at our fingertips. I mean, almost all of us have smartphones where, you know, if I want to say to you, you know, who is Seth? You're able within a few moments to look on your cell phone and see who Sif is, you know, and learn about her and learn about what she is and how she does and where she fits in the pantheon. But with that said, a lot of us have taken the idea that learning ourselves is just as easy or not as easy, I should say, as just asking someone else who we think knows the answer. You know, I had a gentleman who emailed me and was asking me about joining heathenry. And I kept saying to him, well, you know, what do you want to know? Well, I want to know more about heathenry. Well, what do you want to know? Well, I'd like to know more about heathenry. And I understand he wants to know more about heathenry, but heathenry is such a vast knowledge. I said to him, let's begin focusing on one piece at a time and begin learning one piece at a time and moving forward from there. So he was kind of frustrated I said that, but in the understanding that I know that heathenry is large and he may not know that. He may just think it's kind of like, I don't know, the gospel to, you know, Christian where someone knocks on your door and tells you this great story and that's the end of it. But heathenry is so much more in depth, so much more deep and so much more meaningful than just that little story. And I don't want to detach from that story. Don't misunderstand me. I mean, those people believe that and believe that it has great meaning. And I, I know what they're saying, but ours is so much deeper, you know, getting in touch with your ancestors, getting in touch with the gods, getting in touch with nature, the house whites, you know, any number of things in heathenry that we have to grasp onto and begin to feel and acknowledge and take part in this so deep that I can't just explain heathenry in an email. It doesn't work that way. That's why I have this podcast. I mean, this is the 68th episode and I'm still explaining heathenry. <laughs> and I think I will to the end of time, to be honest with you, because heathenry is not something you just pick up and grasp in a day 
and move along with. I'm still growing, my wife's still growing, and I believe even Jackson Crawford is still growing, even though he's not a heathen. You know, his ideals and his knowledge is that of heathenry and the people that practice heathenry. So, with that said, we have to keep learning and we have to understand that everyone around us is learning and the way we treat each other and those that are learning around us, we need to have that air of teacher, mentor, and almost like Gandalf, the gray type of idea that when someone's asking us a question, they're not asking us because they just, you're the person around. They're asking because they feel like you know, they feel as if you're learned, they feel as if they have the right person to ask the right question to, but above all, they look up to you in heathenry in the sense that asking you that question means that they are taking confidence in your answer. So please don't be afraid to say to them, I don't know, or let me find it out for you and get, me a good, get you a good answer, because in that we build stronger heathens, and those stronger heathens build even stronger heathens, and so on and so forth until we have a great heathen following. One of our biggest problems in modern heathenry is the lack of unification because we can't agree on so many things. We can't even agree on how to hold a bloat, you know? And I understand that's not supposed to be, you know, a uniform thing or repetitious, but in the same sense, you know, it can be non-repetitious, but still have the same things in it. You know, I don't know how to explain it better than that, but we have to look at it as we need to grow, we need to expand. And the only way to do that is to build better heathens. And the only way to build better heathens is to answer those questions. So we have to look at that in dealing with each other. The other thing we have a problem with dealing with each other right now, and I, I understand this wholly, is you know how far we have to travel for the celebrations we do or how far we have to go. I mean, most places do not have an organized hof like a church. You know, you can just go sit down. I mean, my kindred, we meet at different people's homes. We meet outside. We meet at parks. We meet here. We meet there. And those things all require traveling and preparing food and preparing things. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. And a lot of times we're just like, oh, well, I'll just miss this one. And But then it becomes habitual. I mean, for the last four or five, no, let's say the last three, let me get this right, yeah, the last three rituals that we had um, with my kindred, only two or three people showed up, and what they said, I mean, you're, you're talking, do you not want to venerate the gods, do you not want to do this, and it comes down to the idea that we have to travel so far, prepare stuff, prepare the family to go, and I mean, I understand that, but when we do that, we make a showing to the gods, to the ancestors, to the kindred, and to each other that we are available to do those things. And in doing that, we show support to one another. We show how we truly believe one another. Now, don't get me wrong when I say this, I know a lot of things come up, and it may have just been, you know, different things coming out, but it's summertime, a lot of people are traveling and stuff, so I don't hold that so against anyone, and I don't do that that way. What I'm saying is, just keep an eye on how we show up and what we do. We come back, we will talk a little bit more about 
um, meditating and a little bit more about how we treat each other. Um, and then I'll bid you a good day. So I'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I was looking for some new stuff for my beard and I was looking around and I wanted something my wife would like as well. I was looking for a good product that didn't leave my beard feeling greasy, that nourished it and kept it moist and had a good scent to it as well. Um, So in discussing with my wife, we tried a few different things and I found this wonderful heathen place called Beast Curiosities. Now they don't just offer beard oil, they have quite a few different products available through them. Um, You definitely want to go ahead and check them out at BeastCuriosities.com. But I specifically tried the beard oil. Um, I tried Hell's Respite, I tried Tears Loyalty, and I tried, give me one second, Yord's Wilderness. All of these were really great beard oils. They all had wonderful scents that lasted a long time and would stay with me throughout the whole day. They nourished my beard and kept it good. And they also made it that it felt nice and was good to smell. And other people around me liked it quite a bit. So when you actually get in their oils, they tried really hard to produce an oil that does what it says it's going to do while nourishing your beard as well. They tried a few products till they got the great one together and they call it their magical beard oil. I will tell you, it is magical. It smells great. Even after going to the pool with my wife for about three hours, my beard still smelled great and felt great. So with that said, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and check them out. Again, they're not only beard oil, but Beast Curiosity is a place you want to go. BeastCuriosities.com. You can also email him and check out his products at Beast at beastcuriosities.com. They have a Twitter account at BS Curiosities, and you can also find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash beastcuriosities. You definitely want to go out and get some of this if you have a beard. It is a wonderful product, something great to use. My wife and her friends all love this product quite a bit. So go ahead and get it if you get a chance, guys. It's a wonderful product. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. Okay, guys, I'm back, and I want to thank you for joining me. The last thing I want to talk about in um, dealing with one another is we need to really begin to understand how each of us feels. One of the things in the have model, it's always talking about gifts. I have a tendency to, no matter where I go, to bring a gift of some type with me. And that's an old thing that my grandmother taught me. So it's an, it's a really old way, you know, it honors my ancestors, honors the gods, honors our heathen um, ideals. We do that. So when we meet each other, I would, I would suggest taking a small gift along, not just for the idea of giving a gift, but because it, it shows sacrifice, it solemnizes the occasion brings a remembrance of that occasion. And if it's a good one, it sticks in your mind for a long time when you see that gift or use that gift. And it doesn't have to be anything major. I mean, sometimes I bring a tumbled stone I do or something of that nature. I might've found a stone while I was walking along a path that reminded me of someone in my kindred or reminded me of someone in general. I'll pick it up and take it to them and say, hey, this reminded me of you, you know, and I wanted to bring it to you and give it to you. So different things like that, sometimes it's just a note on a card, you know, Hey, I was thinking today about, um, this rune and 
you know, you came to mind and I wanted to draw this rune for you. So I did this drawing of this rune for you. You know, it may mean something to you. It didn't mean much to me, but it did come to me that, you know, thought of you while I was thinking on this rune. So here it is for you. So with that said, that's really the ideals of dealing with each other. And just as a family, I mean, you know, when we're a kindred, we really have to begin thinking as a family or an extended family in a sense. You know, make those people part of your lives, not just people you get together with on certain days and do this ritual or that ritual or this or that with. Make them truly part of your lives in the sense that, you know, they're thought of often, you dwell on them, you send them good vibes every now and then, and so on and so forth, just to really have it sink in as to what heathenry really is and what a kindred truly is. The next part I want to talk on is meditation. Again, you know, we talk a little bit about that in the beginning. Meditation is so important because I believe that through meditation, this is how we become centered. I've seen a lot of people... Um, go out in the grassy field barefoot because they say it centers them. It gets them in connection with the earth. Personally, I just find a nice quiet place in the wilderness that I can meditate and focus on the gods, focus on my ancestors, and really focus on my kindred and the people within my kindred, and even focus on you in this podcast. I, you know, I need to focus on those things I need to become centered consistently so that I'm able to, I don't want to say able to say the things that you need to hear, but in all honesty, that's what I mean. So that I'm able to bring good conscious things to you that help you through your heathen walk. Um, you know, I'm still learning to be a heathen just like everybody else, no matter how long I've been a heathen and I'm still learning it. And so is everyone else. So little by little. Um, meditation for me, I put down a blanket, I sit out on the grass or I'll sit on a stump or, you know, just lie down and really enjoy the day. Let the sun hit me or if the sun's not up yet, you know, just bask in the coolness of the morning and really enjoy the gifts that were given to us here, you know, in Midgard. We have a beautiful place here in Midgard and... It's a really nice place for us to live and dwell and and have. And we have to, you know, respect that, you know. And it's all here for us to enjoy. We just have to literally enjoy it. So that's what I do in my meditation. And then I close my eyes and I focus on specific thoughts or focus on specific things in the have mall or something I've read or a story specifically. And I listen to the world around me. I listen to the crows and the bugs. And I see the butterflies and watch the sun come up. And I, I really become centered that way. And I keep saying that centering because it's really important that as we as heathens become centered on a daily basis. If our compass is pointed toward the gods, then we're always going that way. If it's not centered and it's all over the map, we'll never know where we're going. I mean, we just never have a destination in mind. We never have a goal set. We never have 
Anything that'll help us get to where we need to be for the next step. So that's what meditation is for me. That's how meditation works for me. And in my meditation, you know, I believe I've been to Asgard. I believe I've been in the lake next to it with the pebbles and the waves crashing up on shore, the small ones. I've seen the Rainbow Bridge. I've seen the Golden City. I've seen the gods. And that's my meditation. That's my path. And I've been through the path in the woods that, you know, forks off and, you know, different things call us down those. And in your meditation, you need to focus on you and focus on where you stand within your walk most of the time. Focus on the gods that can help you get to where you're going and really venerate them. And I believe that they'll come to you um, in your meditation. With that said, guys, I want to thank you all for joining me. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to um, come here to Modern Heathen Man. I want to hail you for wanting to become better heathens and hail you for the time that you've taken to join us here today. So I want to say thanks and have a great day. May the gods be with every one of you. Let's um, send some good thoughts to those heathen friends and people that are in the path of this hurricane that they uh, can feel our good thoughts and intentions and that their ancestors can attend them and help them to you know learn how to go beyond it and how the gods can attend them as well and you know really bless them through their day um, with whatever they may need so with that said I want to thank you all for joining me and tell you to have a great day Thank you.